Welcome back to the Electrify podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo, North America's largest EV festival coming to a major city near you. Welcome to the Electrify News Podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo, America's largest e-mobility festival coming to five major cities in 2022. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Electrify News Podcast. I'm Joe Boris, here as ever with Chris tomorrow. And uh, Chris, it's kind of a lot going on, right? Uh, in more than one way, right? There's a lot going on in more than <laughs> a, one way. It's a tumultuous week in America. Let's it's a tumultuous it week, <laughs> but, but even more so in the world of electric vehicles, we got some good news. We got some news that, uh, we got some news that we got to kind of talk about and suss out a little bit here. Right. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Well, well let's, let's start a, with some good news. Let's start. So, I was literally about to say, let's start with, let's keep it light and fluffy to start. Right. Like. <laughs> Light and fluffy I am, sir. All right. Uh, Electrify America. Obviously, we know who they are. They are the largest EV network, charging network in the country right now. They were kind of the penance that was paid by Volkswagen for cheating on the emissions exams for so many years. Volkswagen had to put $15 billion behind Electrify America to get that going. Uh, But they reported that there were 500% more charging sessions in 2021 than there were in 2020. And that is absolutely insane, especially when you consider that the overall car market, the overall new car and and used car sales market is actually down like 25%. So the rest of the market down five times as many electric cars are on the road. That's wild. It is actually bonkers, right? It is. In a year. In in a year. year. That's what I was about to say. It's like, so this this market is moving so fast and uh, you know on one hand you know you really got to look at the numbers there's more electric vehicles available from almost every manufacturer right so the ease of getting into an electric car is you know unparalleled in history right now it's easier to get an electric car the ease of charging an electric car is you know unparalleled right so we're definitely you know doing better in that regard um and just you know People are more excited. People are learning more about it. People are hearing more about it through all sorts yeah. of events like the Electrify Expo. That's but, right. uh, you know, like also there's commercials now. You know, one of the things we've talked about in the past, like the you know, Super Bowl commercials, right. That's right? It's it's getting more press. It's getting more exciting. It's getting more out there. So, you know, overall, it's a great thing. Um, and it just it makes is. sense that we're seeing such big numbers, right? Yeah. And one more thing that I want to speak to is this idea, you know, we've always talked since you and I have been doing this and in this space for like the last 12, 13 years, we have talked about range anxiety. People always want to talk about range anxiety. Like, I think the idea that people are hitting the road because that's where these chargers are. These are chargers on the highway. These are chargers, you know, on, on American roads and people are on the road trip. The fact that people have the kind of confidence in their EVs, to get on the road and go charge them wherever they are. I think that is, I I think that's just tremendous news for not only the industry, but like for us as a country, right? Because this infrastructure is being built out and that's jobs, that's economy, that's just kind of positive stuff for everybody. So I think it's a great thing to lead off the report with. And, you know, and I think we'll, we'll kind of keep it going light and fluffy, you know, the, the, on top of all these renderings for these new Electrify America stations, you're going to see solar panels, right? Because they want to be at yeah. least partially 
solar powered. And, you know, not only is Electrify America having a big week, it seems like every news story this week has something solar about it. Mm hmm. There's a lot. Another thing that's just like making the rounds, right? Another thing that's making the rounds. And I, I wonder if some of that is because we are coming into the summer months and we are starting to see just more sunlight and people are like making news again. But, you know, there, there was a couple of things that I want to draw attention to. So last week, there was a, a group of guys out in Australia. They came up with an ultra low cost way to print solar panels. And they, they did it on a commercial printer that was previously, they bought it used and it had been in a vineyard printing labels for wine bottles and they were able to print solar cells and for something like ten dollars a yard or something that's wild and it's so crazy and they're producing enough juice that like they're gonna power this tesla model three they're gonna take it all around australia the long way so they're calling it you know charge around australia and they're only going to use the solar panels to charge up the car. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to take them a long time. It's not like they're going to do it in three days or anything stupid like that. It's going to take them months and months. But think about that. They're talking about for $10, you can essentially print a solar panel and charge your car for free forever. I mean, oh well, maybe not God. forever. Maybe but as not long forever, as but, well, you know, let's not, let's not oversell it, right? But on the other hand... Again, this is what's available right now, off-the-shelf parts, just, just working on it. You know, it's kind of wild. Yeah, this isn't in a lab, you know, like this isn't like at Fermi Lab and it's billions of dollars. This is guys with a printer. Guys with a printer. It's it's really, again, it's really incredible what we're continuously able to make happen here. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. more and more we're seeing, you know, off-the-shelf, you know, ready to talk about this isn't some far-flung future this is today this is what's happening now yeah and we've got two other you know ev stories that came out so quiet cat quiet cat is an e-bike manufacturer they made a really big splash about two years ago two and a half years ago they did that super bowl commercial for the jeep e-bike it was a really Ooh, nice yep, bike yep, like yep, six yep. grand it was a hot bike well now they have a new accessory and it's basically a backpack solar panel so you can ride this thing 30, 40 miles into the wilderness, set up your tent or, or your sleeping bag or whatever you're doing and lay this out, lay this solar panel out and it will charge your battery, you know, while you're camping and fishing and doing your thing so that you don't, you know, you can just effectively charge it overnight and come back home. And I think that's another, you know, crazy application for this. Stuff, it right? is crazy, right? It's again, it's where people are getting really creative with this stuff, right? I think that's it, right? Because you're starting to see there's enough of these little solar gadgets now and solar panels now that are kind of trickling down into the hobbyist market and people are just tinkering with them and they're coming up with like really good products like, you know, to keep your laptop charger, charge your cell phone when so you're off the grid. And I just, just really quick stuff. actually want to jump on something you said there. They're tinkering yeah. with it, right? Why are they tinkering with it? Because they now they can. It's becoming so much more prevalent that People can play with this. You don't have to be a you know millionaire to get your hands onto some old Tesla tech or something like that. This technology is now becoming so much more prevalent that people are able to actually like fool around with it and mess around with it and see what happens with it. And that's actually you know that we're seeing the democratization of electric vehicle technology. I, I, 
<laughs> yes, you know, and it, it it's funny, and I, this isn't the segue that I wanted to get into with this, but I like that term, the democratization of solar and EV technology. But like, it, when you talk about that, we tend to think about that in terms of going from the, the very narrow, very wealthy and kind of filtering out into the masses. But we've kind of seen the opposite of that too this week because we had a publicly owned company, Twitter, that everybody owned a little piece of, and it's getting entirely bought up by Elon Musk. Yep. Elon like, Musk, hey, remember uh, when he used to build, remember that guy used to build electric cars? The guy that used to build electric cars? That guy used to build electric cars, right? Like, that's the guy. <laughs> when did he do that? I thought he was a, a Twitter guy with a rocket ship. No, no, he has rockets too. But, you know, we're joking here. But, you know, there's, there's two sides to this, right? One, you now have, you know, major news, major outlets all being owned by, like, you know, a handful of guys. You got Zuck with Facebook and Instagram. Now Musk owns Twitter and Bezos owns, you know, newspapers. That's just really the start of it, right? But then the other side of this really is, um, you know, Elon, could we go back to making cars? Remember could when we, we used go to make to cars? Making- because it's a, it's been a while, right? We haven't seen anything new or exciting from Tesla in a while, it feels. That's, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm uh, out of line here. But I, I, I would like, uh, you know, Mr. Musk to go back to making cars. Well, I think that's a good point, right? Because the last new tesla that we have seen was in 2019 and it was the Cybertruck. it's been so, three years it's been it's been two and a half two and a half we'll call it two and so half. we'll call it two and a half but it has it has been two and a half years since we've seen even a drawing from tesla of a future model right like the only new tesla that has come out since the Cybertruck was shown and, and actually reached production, right? Because the semi, not in production. The Roadster, not in production. Not in production. The Cybertruck, not in production. Not in production. The, the only thing that is in production is the Cyberquad because Radio Flyer is building it. Hmm. 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 Ah, that's a little, uh, it's a little sussy. Has, but, but I think it's, a li- you know, and why are we talking about Elon Musk? Right? But like, we have to, because this is a show about e-mobility and e-mobility mm-hmm. is where it is in 2022 because of Tesla, not because of the Nissan yep. Leaf, not because of the Toyota Prius. Although I don't think Musk would have had a leg to stand on without the Prius. Uh, fair, fair. But, but the real electric car revolution came from musk and he deserves all the credit in the world for that he deserves all the credit in the world He really does but he's also he's also attached to it right like if if tesla doesn't have anything new for two years the implication is that there isn't anything new right he and he is the world's you know arguably the world's biggest showman in this regard right like this dude (laughs) lives off the hype he lives off the hype and for him to not be hyping something up a little sussy. It's a, it's a little. Where is it, man? Where did this stuff go? Right. We used to Do have you so get the much feeling. Stuff. Yeah, I, I get the feeling that what he would say, not that he would do our show, but I, I get the feeling that what he would say is, we've been focusing on production. We've been focusing on getting the numbers up and pumping up the numbers. And mm-hmm. in fairness. They've opened a new factory in Germany. They've opened a new factory in Texas. They've opened a new factory in China. They're you know breaking ground on another one. They are 
doing that. They are expanding. And frankly, they are improving the cars. They have the new 4680 battery coming out. They have the Model 3 and the Model Y, even though they look the same, the way that they are built, the casting, the chassis itself is very different. So they are making changes, but it it does feel like like it has changed, right? Like when you, if you hadn't seen a new Ford rollout since 2019, that'd be a problem. Yeah, in, in it'd be fact, a huge problem, right? In fact, since the Cybertruck debuted, Ford has released the Maverick, the Mustang Mach-E, and the F-150 Lightning, and brought all three to production mm. in the same time that we've been waiting for quite frankly a car that looks like it was slapped together in about 40 minutes anyway it's really it's really become you know where where are we going with this right where what are we getting out of this what are we what it's just kind of shocking to me that an automaker can go again two three years now without putting something out and be like, yeah, it's cool. It's fine. Nothing wrong here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, When are we going to get this? When are we going to see something new and exciting? You know, uh, we know that the Tesla Roadster is supposed to be coming out. You know, there's supposed to be a new Roadster. But what else? There's the Cybertruck. There's the Roadster. What else are we possibly waiting for? No, at, at this point, we're at this point, we are still waiting for stuff that was promised to us in 2017. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's I, a problem. Like, like that is actually like a problem, you know. Yeah. Uh, and we need to, you know, it's it's you know again. You you mentioned but it's a distraction, right? Because like, you know, when Elon was all about Tesla, we had new stuff, exciting stuff, changes, pushing forward, and now we have Twitter and rocket ships and rodeos well okay and- i will in fairness he was doing the rocket ship thing at the same time as the tesla yeah. thing, and it seemed okay seemed like it was fine seemed like that yeah, was something. enough for him but it, you know man again it's 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 where like why aren't we hearing anything about t- it almost feels like he's bored with tesla that is that is that's where the, i would that's the real issue it feels yeah you're exactly right it feels like he's bored of tesla and he's looking for a new project. And I mean, and he, he found sold, it in Twitter. He found it in Twitter. It's going to give him something to do. So the question is, is that going to be good? Is he going to be able, is, is he going to have enough of a self-confidence to appoint a different CEO who can drive the brand mm-hmm. forward and let him move on? Or is he going to just continue to spread himself thinner and thinner until the whole thing falls because apart. i don't care what elon says i don't care you know what his excuse is there's only so many hours in the day there's only so much you can do at once you know yeah. by 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 insisting on being the guy at all times and always he's he's not allowing himself a chance to again like really make this work and yeah. so you know man again i think i think you're you hit the nail on the head is he going to allow someone else to step in and take over because that's what's needed that's what's needed and then if you look at the opposite on the opposite extreme of this right tesla rushes everything to market they strap these things together with like zip ties and glue and pieces of you know cabinetry from home depot and they just throw it together and hope for the best apple is the opposite apple has been working on their car for Mm -hmm. 10 12 years very quietly forging ahead and they just stole 
a 30 year veteran from Ford who is a uh, very well known for dealing with regulatory issues and getting things passed through. And the theory is they're hiring this person because they're going to have an autonomous product and they want to come to market with full self-driving. Now that is such, you know, uh, like you said, Apple really, it's, it's the other extreme. They really just, they're going to go all the way. They're going to be the guy, right? They're going to be the guy. But let's think about this. Because, you know, everybody talks about Tesla and how they have first mover advantage, right? Mm -hmm. But historically, that first mover does very poorly. You have Mm -hmm. MySpace that went from nothing to everywhere to dust, right? To dust. That's exactly what happened. You had, you know, before MySpace, you know, in the the automotive world, right? We had, uh, you know, in the computer world, who was the first person to have? Well, remember CompUSA and Gateway? 100%, 100%. 100%, 100%. Gateway, Gateway is a perfect example of like, I'll send it to your house. You don't even have to go in. You go online, you order it. Yeah, and, then, and it was huge. And then it kind of just faded away. Gateway just and, disappeared. The cow boxes, man. Yeah, but the, that first mover advantage is just not, you know, like we're there is a reason that we're not all still here talking to each other on America Online. Yeah. Like, Everybody learns from the first people to come along and then does it better. And unless I think unless Tesla really has something incredible in the back pocket, I think they're going to lose out. And it's funny because two years ago, three years ago, I would have said Tesla is going to lose out, lose, lose out to Lucid because Lucid is building the car right. They're building the car to better tolerances with better paint, with a higher quality interior. I would have said that they're going to lose out to Rivian because Rivian is producing a pickup truck, which is what Americans want. But now in 2022, sitting here halfway through the year, I think that Tesla's going to lose it to Ford and Chevy. And Ford Toyota. is really making the moves, right? Ford, Ford is, you know, is doing I, for, so you know, And I think that's um, that's actually a good segue here. You know, just if anybody's going to beat Tesla at their own game right now, it's going to be Ford. Ford. You know the F one fifty Lightning? Yeah, it's in production. It's in production. It's, in production. it's, it's gone. Now, but I, I don't think Ford is going to beat Tesla at Tesla's game. Ford is going to beat Tesla at Ford's game, which is actually build product, actually deliver product, mm-hmm. and have that product actually last in a working environment. Mm-hmm. That's huge, right? Like having it actually be an active, usable, you know. <sighs> You know, we talk. We're talking earlier about the no. Where's the cyber truck, right? We we don't have the cyber truck. But even yet. but even if you had the cyber truck, you know, could you ever really? I mean, the way that the goofy thing is built, I love it. But I don't need a truck. Someone who needs a truck, who wants to tow a fifth wheel, who wants to put something in the bed of the truck, who wants to, can they do that with a cyber truck? Or is but it? We too don't goofy know. And weird. We don't even know. Well, we do That's know. The, the we thing. do know. We do know. The answer is no because it doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> i mean like, that's fair that is fair that's but, the answer the answer but, is but that's no. the crazy you know that's the crazy thing right it's been so long since it debuted they've had an opportunity now to really you know again they're missing out on the opportunity to test it and talk about it and make it work you know uh yeah. and again you know it's weird right because we were talking earlier about how apple takes your time but tesla has had no problem Telling people, yeah, you're your beta testers. What happened to our beta testers? Right? Like what happened to getting the product out there as an MVP, a minimal viable product? 
and just working with it. You know, what happened to that? Because we don't have that anymore from Tesla. Yeah. It's really kind of wild. They've just kind of like forewent that. And so, you know, you got to you got to ask the question, what's going on with Tesla? But on the same token, you know, again, I, I kind of want to segue into just talking about, you know, the F-150 Lightning is real. It's it's really, really real. You know what I mean? It's going to be really, out there. Really real. It's, it's, it's real. Happening. It's fast. It works perfectly. And, um, you know, I, I, I just think I, I hate to say it, but I really think, you know, Ford is going to take their thunder. And the, the reason I say that is because if you look at the world of computers, right, you still have Intel. You still have IBM. These mm-hmm. companies have been around for a long time and they always shift. They always move. And, uh, you know, I, I think that there are threats that come here and there. And I think Tesla might be one of them, but, uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I yeah. think, I think it would be very foolish to bet against Ford. I actually think they have a much better model than GM because this Altium skateboard thing, it's an incredible piece of engineering, but at the end of the day, they still are building very, very few of them. And Ford is working three shifts to sell, to build these F-150. Well, and this right? goes back to the conversation we had before. You know, Ford's really going hard at the work truck market. I think GM is wisely taking their time. They may have started late and they realize they can't just dive into making an electric work truck without, you know, you get one chance at this. And if you do mess it up, that's going to be a problem. So they can't mess it up. They have to get it right. So instead, they're going after the lifestyle department you know what i mean they yeah. want them they're making their the electric silverado is definitely going more after the the it's not that you know i have no idea how well you know we don't we none of us actually know how good of work trucks these electric trucks will be until they're actually out there but for uh ford is definitely making that play at gm saw an opportunity to go for a different play and i think they're wise to do that but again you know the big thing here is um they're trying they're 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 putting it out there. They're trying, and that really needs yeah. to happen. I agree. And and GM, in fairness, they had no place to go but the skateboard, because they have been pushing that skateboard since two thousand eight. Yeah. Oh my god. We're going back, going back, <laughs> and just talking about how long some of this stuff has been going. We really. It's funny. Need... It it it's so long. But it not at all. I mean, if you when you talk about the Industrial Revolution and you talk about in 1900, the most popular way to get around was a horse and buggy. And in 1920, it was a Ford Model T like Mm -hmm. that seems like a very short time historically. And it is in, in historical terms, it's the blink of an eye. But living through it and seeing that transition happen. I think mm-hmm. that's where we are now, man. And we're in the most exciting phase. And, you know, we, we talked before about you know, the adoption curve and people saying, ah, you know, even by 2025, uh, there's not going to be that many EVs on the road because they're only 2% of the market. Well, no, they were 2% and now mm-hmm. they're 10% and then mm-hmm. they're going to be 25%. And, and it's good. It's hitting that critical mass. You know, again, we're talking about 500% right. sales increase in a year. In a year. Yeah. It, in it's a over. year. It's, it's bonkers. It's, it, it's absolutely it is going bonkers. to be it, this change, it's not an adoption curve. I've said this a few times already. It's not an adoption curve. It's an adoption rocket. And if you are betting against electric cars in 2022, buddy, you have lost the plot. Yeah, you're not going to have, you're not having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we'll leave it at that. And, uh, you know, obviously this is not financial advice. 
<laughs> you can go get that at the Wendy's drive through But uh, yeah, I, I think that's that's about as far as we go. So definitely don't forget to subscribe to uh, this Electrify News podcast and definitely come out to the Electrify Expo events. There's going to be five events this year, California, Washington State, uh, Florida, New York, and of course, Austin, Texas. We're going to be at the Circuit of Americas, the Formula One track, and that is going to be super awesome. We will and see don't you there. For- and don't forget to connect with us on Twitter facebook uh instagram if you want to connect <laughs> with us you know please by all means let us know what you thought about the show you know right. let it, we're, we're always posted news and updates we don't always have a chance to cover all the news but if you're looking for a lot of you know updates to electric yeah. you know e-mobility news you'll find them all over that and also at electrifynews.com well i think electrifynews.com would be like the primary one since we are that would be the primary news. one <laughs> that's where you really want to go can you all tell right, we're guys. professionals <laughs> Hashtag professionalism. Thanks for listening to the Electrify News Podcast, brought to you by the Electrify Expo, coming to five major cities in 2022. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all the latest in e-mobility news and updates. Thanks for listening to the Electrify Podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo. Be sure to catch full video episodes on YouTube at Electrify TV and follow along on social media for daily clips and more.